Since time immemorial, human beings have stared up at the stars and asked the unanswerable questions. Why am I here? What is the nature of the cosmos? What is the meaning of life? Are we alone in the universe? Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? Is a detailed backstory for your first level halfling wizard even How worth it? How muscular men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? Prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture. An audio thunderdome. Two nerdy friends enter. Only one shall be victorious. This is I'm Right, and he's Rob. Hi, and welcome to a podcast that some people are calling... No, wait, that's still going? Uh, every single episode, we uh, we start the episode with uh, apologies, with omissions, uh, with acts of contrition. Rob, did anyone complain about the last one? I haven't looked at the stats. Did anyone listen to the last one? Uh, Edwin mentioned uh, yeah. that he listened and that he was kind of leaning more towards his love of Batman as a movie franchise. And, and uh-huh. that was fair. Right. But I, again, we were looking at the overall... Not one to one, but the whole franchise arc versus right. Who's doing a better job of their of their franchises? Yeah, and we chose Spider Man because for the most part, Marvel has bet had more creative control. It's not. It's a lot less corporate. Uh, yes, which is surprising considering most of the Marvel movies have been Sony, and they're not great at shit either. So, uh, so all right, uh, good. Good to know that one person listened. I should probably take a look at the stats. Uh, and see how many times he played it. Uh, all right, well, let's move on to this one, shall we? Uh, let's do some introductions. My name is Monty Ike, and uh, with me, as always, uh, he's the uh, Jared Leto as the Joker to my Tom Cruise as Jack Reacher. He's the Alicia Silverstone as Barbara Gordon to my George Clooney as Batman. He's the Scarlett Johansson as Matoko uh, to my Johnny Depp as Tonto. He's my best friend, Rob Lum. Uh Hey, Rob. And I, hey, how are you? I practiced saying Matoko like eight times and I got it wrong. I know I did. I uh, know I well, did. Ghost I, I think you did fine. I, I knew who you were talking about. Yeah. That's all that matters, right? Right, right. Exactly. That's that's all. That's exactly all that matters. Uh, I don't know why I'm putting away my notes, which has my list on it. But there you go. What are we talking about today? Tonight we were talking about actors and actresses that were miscast in their role. Right. Um, now uh, miscast or just the wrong casting? They were just, it just doesn't work. And, and there, maybe we can do another podcast another time, or we're going to probably mention something. Like, uh, my favorite story to mention of like, uh, when Steve Rogers was announced as being Chris Evans. Yeah. I remember being like, that is the worst pick ever. He's terrible. I can't believe they picked it, but then ended up being, spot on just perfect and this is the opposite of that where maybe we were even hopeful or whatever but terrible terrible casting um terrible 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 Uh, i don't i like everybody shaquille o'neal is steel hold on let me put that down (laughs) oh yeah uh one one that does come to mind to me that you know isn't on my list i doubt a bit like gene hackman is lex Luthor. in retrospect feels funny but at the time was he was probably the most popular actor 
Well, I mean, uh, he was cast besides Marlon Brando. I yeah, mean, he, he certainly was uh, like that's post French connection. He had he had some. Absolutely. He had some good things uh, going for him there. But uh, but yeah, I see that. Uh, I did tweak your volume just a little bit there, Rob. So. Yeah, I felt like it was coming back at me a little. Yeah, it's good. I, I gotcha. Uh, okay. but yeah, but yes, Gene Hackman isn't a good Lex Luthor. He's not right for that. I mean, the fact that they have him in a wig the whole time, so Gene Hackman wouldn't have to have a, you know. I mean, Albert Finney shaved his head for Annie, for God's sakes. You would think that you might... Gene Hackman, shave your head for fucking Lex Luthor, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, I I get it too. So these are these are just uh, these are uh, ac- actors who maybe just didn't necessarily work out uh, the way we were hopeful for, or when we look back in retrospect, we're like, you know, that's not that's not the best. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, should I start this one, or should you start this one? Yeah, what, go ahead, your, go right. ahead. And we're doing five, right? Top five. Yes. Yep. I got five. Okay. Uh, mine is uh, is Topher Grace as Eddie Brock as my number oh, five. Oh, that's a really good one. That is a good one. Eddie Brock is supposed to be physically very different uh, from Peter Parker, and they picked an actor who oftentimes got mistaken. Uh, as, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I just I remember that being like, okay, so you got essentially a stunt double to be your Eddie Brock, and that doesn't make any sense. Uh, it made Venom, it made uh, Eddie Brock, all of it just look like a a, a two a two bit Peter Parker, and that's it, the wrong it, that's the wrong way to go. It absolutely was because the appeal of Venom is at least what made the Venom movie work is that he's kind of a big dumb monster, not right. a not a photo negative of Peter. Right, and this is not uh, this is not uh, <clears throat> nega. Nega Spider-Man. This is, is Venom is is very very different, very more brutal, brutish, and it would have been nice to have. I mean, you know, there's no shortage of thick character. I mean, like Vin Diesel wasn't Vin Diesel back then, but like my, you know, like if I was picking Eddie Brock right now, like if I had to do Eddie Brock right now tomorrow, it would be like Dwayne Johnson. It would be a wrestler. I would put somebody hulking yeah. and huge in that role. Uh, and somebody who could play dumb effectively, and and I would I would immediately go to the WWE. That's where I would go, and I yeah, think they they, yeah. they literally could have done that before too, and, and had that work. I've been doing a rewatch of the the Raimi Spider Man movies because I'm listening to a podcast that's been discussing them, and it is it is so weirdly evident that if that third uh, Spider Man movie, when I talk, I'm getting a real weird. Yeah, you're fine. Feedback. Okay. I, I think we're uh, fine. Okay. Uh, but the the third movie felt so corporate compared to the first two. It's like, oh, well, we have to do more of, we have to throw in more people. We have to throw in more villains. We have to have another love interest. Let's, it was more, more, more. But uh, while Sandman, I think, looked good, I think that was, I think, Thomas Hayden Church was good casting, but yeah, just like you pointed out, I don't, I, Venom did not work in that movie for me, and it's too bad because Venom's a very interesting character. Right? Yeah, I, I think Venom could have. Uh, well, I mean, obviously Venom's a an interesting character. They've made two movies that I haven't seen about him. Uh, I assume he's very interesting, uh, but the first one's fun. The second one is not. Yeah. All right. Uh, that makes sense. That's Sony for you. 
Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think I think Toad for Grace was uh, miscast on that, and that's why I think it's 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 probably good that they moved away from from Topher Grace uh, later on. If if you're going to bring... He could have been a Peter Parker. He absolutely could have yeah, been a Peter Parker. Yeah, could have been a Peter Parker for sure, but, uh And maybe wouldn't have looked 30 as uh, teenage Peter Parker. And, uh, yeah. you know, but... But yeah, that's that's my number five. I just think that they missed the ball on that. Um, I think they yeah. were going... I think the thing is, is I think Topher Grace was also having a moment that felt oh, like yeah. they were rewarding people who were having a moment. I mean, like Thomas Hayden Church, not so much, but... I think actually he, he had a. He sitcom. was the face of the moment. And yeah, yeah, I mean, he had but just I mean, not, left that '70s show, and I mean, yes, I Topher Grace was a face of the moment. Thomas Hayden that's, Church, not. that's what that. Yeah. Yes, I'm, yes. Okay, but uh, but yes, that's where I I think that's that's something that I, I I think is a miss on there. So that's my number five. What's yours? My number five, uh, we had kind of discussed before hitting record, is uh, it's the third Batman movie. And we could have just named all of it. Yeah, it's it's Chris O'Donnell as Robin. It is so weirdly cast. It doesn't feel like Robin should be a boy, should be a a young boy, shouldn't. (laughs) <laughs> that sounds weird when you say it. I know, stop but saying he should. It. I mean, stop saying w- young boy. <laughs> young boy, he should be in, in tights. I want um, to see a young boy. Yes, bring out the it, young boy. He, Chris O'Donnell could be Batman in that movie. It's, yeah, no. Again, he's thirty years old. He's way, way too old. He's a he's an actor who was having a moment at that moment. And uh, and they cast him. You're exactly right in the fact that it should have been younger. Val Kilmer as Batman in that movie, right? And yeah, that's th- right. They, they looked, they, yeah, they looked. I mean, Val Kilmer like we brothers. knew was older, but like looked like yeah, like his older brother. And and I think it was unfortunate too because I think Val Kilmer could have done brooding a little bit better without a bat. Like as Batman, Val Kilmer would have done much better in a solo movie for uh-huh. sure. Uh, I I think there like. Jim Carrey and Val Kilmer probably, and I, I mean Tommy Lee Jones is a phenomenal actor, and I think Tommy Lee Jones was hamming it up. Yeah, but him as Two Face was not great either. But I really, I the whole scene where I mean the only gymnastics we really get to see Robin do is when he's doing the laundry. Yeah, when yeah. he's drying out clothes. It's yeah, and it's so so dumb, and it's clearly they've. They've practiced And that's how he this. gets the job as Robin in the eyes of Alfred. Mm. Right. I, Yeah, it's so bad. Uh, I'm going to do a switch here because we're talking about it. I'm just going to jump right to my number four. Go for it. Go for it. Which, which was my number three. And that is Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> yeah, so when I say the whole fucking movie, the whole fucking movie. See, I think Jim Carrey was doing something neat at the time, but it was one too close to when Jack Nicholson's crazy and it, and it yeah. almost felt parallel. But I think if you looked at that as a standalone and not, I don't think his, he did bad with what he was given. I think, I think it could have been a lot more fun if they had given him the role, maybe a few years later or something. I think Jim Carrey was doing at best a Joker or, or I, should, I should say at best he's doing a Fred Gorsham Riddler from the Correct. Batman 66 um, where it comes off as a manic, almost Joker type character. 
Um, and I think that we had just we'd had a Joker already in Jack Nicholson, and then having Jim Carrey um, uh, do it that way felt weird that he was more Jokery than the Joker, than the Joker, and that was weird. And then I think yeah, I think it forces Tommy Lee Jones. To, to also go be zany and, and to go into zany where he, like that is especially not Tommy Lee Jones should not have done zany. It it felt weird. It felt like grandpa being dressed up and it was not cool. If he was Tommy Lee Jones from Men in Black, that would have been perfect. If you think about it for that, yeah. for the for that universe, I wanted him to be kind of withdrawn and yes. dark and grumbly. And right. Yes, not, uh, yeah, not zany. Two Face doesn't. You you don't have to be zany to be Two Face. I mean, like the Batman the animated series told us that Two Face can be tragic and sad uh-huh. and menacing constantly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the Two Face I like is menacing constantly. Or, and or they like play in too one moment much he on seems stuff. like a very kind soul. Yes, good cop, bad cop constantly, where you don't yeah, know Yeah, and then all of a sudden with land. the flip of a coin, he is yeah. terrifying. Or, or or playing that back and forth with, uh, you know, with going uh, yeah, I, I think that yeah. But I, I think that could have been Schumacher's influence too because Schumacher wanted to steer towards the Adam West feel and yeah, I, I, I think it was, uh, yeah, desperately too zany. And I, yeah. So, yes, uh, that was going to be my number three, but I've decided to switch it to number four so that we can. Okay. So we can continue to sort of rail on that movie, which is arguably now the, the worst cast uh, superhero movie of all time. Yes. Okay. So, if so that's, that's my number your, four. So your number four. My number four is going to be Danny Rand from. Iron oh, Fist. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, here, I'm going to give, like, I don't dislike him. And I, I don't know the actor's name. I should have looked it up. I apologize. Um, but he feels too soft. He feels too, like, I enjoy the character, but Danny Rand is the greatest martial artist in Marvel Universe, at least at that time. Now, I'm, now it's Shang-Chi. Yes, and rightfully so, but it just felt whiny and soft, and I, I think he kind of finds his legs in the second season, and when he starts to have his friendship with Luke Cage, which I really would like to have been explored more, and if that actor stays as Danny Rand, I don't dislike it. it. He won't. He'll he'll not be coming back. Finn Jones, by the way, is his name. I that's think, it. That's uh, it. I think there was so much overwhelming um, dislike for Danny Rand that uh, that you're not going to see Danny Rand coming back necessarily. And they actually just made a new. Uh, they just made a new Iron Fist in the comics, so that's going to seal the deal. Sure, so I but think the, it's, also the, did you see the second season of Iron Fist? Yeah. The way it ends is that she gets uh, the his girlfriend gets Colleen yeah. gets the Iron Fist. Yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. But I'm just saying that that actor is not going to be. Uh, ever I, around, I would I not think. be surprised if he. I think the thing um, about I think the other thing about Iron Fist is um, it's a product, unfortunately, of a time like. I, I think it could have used some updating like, you know what I mean? I, I know that people hate it when you say this, but. Iron Fist in its originality, you know, 
it it could use some updating. It's it's oh a, absolutely. It's, it's a white the white hero, guy taking yeah, over. White, yep, white guy yeah, coming uh, in and absolutely. doing something Chinese, which is awful. And then also, okay, he's a rich orphan who also crime fights. That's just no fun. It's been done already. So there's a lot of things about Danny Rand that I thought were problematic. I know they wanted to have Luke Cage and Iron Fist, and that's fine. And the problem is, if you've never read Luke Cage and Iron Fist together, you're Power missing Man and Iron Fist. Yeah, Power Man and Iron Fist together, then you're missing um, one of the greatest partner duos. Very really? much like a buddy cop constantly. Very different, yeah. but also like right there for each other. And uh, it's an great. odd couple in a way, yeah. an odd couple, but a great friendship. Yeah, and it is. It is very much uh, Riggs and Murtaugh kind of energy going on the whole time where they're like they, you know, and I'm not talking like the first Lethal Weapon. I'm talking Lethal Weapon 2, where it's established that they're best friends and that they love each other. That's what I'm talking about when I say yeah. that's what Power Man and Iron Fist are like. And that 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 is a fun thing and, and it's just too bad we never really had that captured the way it should they, have they scratched it a little by the end of this i think defenders. it was in the luke cage well no in, in defenders they, they yeah barely but barely. i mean in in one of their second seasons they had like an episode where they were together and i i think it was in a luke cage episode and it was a fun one yeah where yeah. there was a little bit of sparring and jabbing and you know yeah rivalries and Okay, so that is my four. Okay, uh, my um, number three. Now your new three. Yeah, uh, my new three is, uh, is that right? Uh, yeah, just making sure. Uh, yeah, Jesse Eisenberg is Lex Luthor. I hated him as oh, Lex, yeah. Lex Luthor. I hated him so much. You know why? I, let's talk a little bit more about the idea of power in in, in these roles or in these characters. Lex Luthor should never come off as anything other than a person who is absolutely deadly sure of himself all of the time. When Lex yeah. Luthor walks into a room, he immediately believes he is intellectually and therefore more power, like any, everything else, more powerful mm -hmm. than anyone else. The reason why Lex Luthor uh, like is so obsessed with Superman is because he's the only person who's ever brought him doubt in the world that this perfect alien being is somehow better than him. And that's what scares him and drives him so much. And so Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor just seemed ridiculous. He's nebbish. He's manic. Again, they're playing as it's almost a Joker. Like, yeah, yeah almost a Joker like energy to the whole. Hey, like, I'm surprised he didn't giggle more like <laughs> it was very weird. It's like, yeah, Jesse Eisenberg, again, a, a person of the moment, a person mm -hmm. having some good things. But yeah, uh, my next one fits into the same feel. And I think here's my argument where like with the Spider-Man movies with J. Jonah Jameson, the actor who played J. Jonah Jameson Simmons, you're J. you're J. never Simmons. going to do better than him. Right. Uh, with with. um. Sorry, my, my train of thought changed. With the Eisenberg Lex Luthor, there have been three or four different actors who have played Lex Luthor up to this point. And in my opinion, I think Michael Rosenbaum is still my favorite. From Smallville, yeah. Smallville. Or you could argue also Clancy Brown from the animated series. But what I, I, I think they had to do something different. 
I'm not justifying it. I think it was still a bad move, but I think they tried something different. It yeah, failed. Yeah, but- that's it's fine that they were trying something different. But again, nebbish tech Lex, Lu- Lex Luthor. Yeah, I agree. I didn't like, like it. Tech bro Lex Luthor doesn't work. Uh, Jesse I Eisenberg tried to doesn't defend it. And it, it it's kind of indefensible. It really is. It, it doesn't it, work. It, it, he doesn't have any menace in that role. I kind of want it he to be like, like he's the father of Lex Luthor or he's the son of the real Lex Luthor. Was, I think there was there was a couple of those Internet rumors that like he he's he's not the real Lex Luthor. His dad is the real Lex Luthor, you know, which would have been wonderful. But yeah, you know. I don't know. Would that make him the John Cryer character? <laughs> Uncle Lex. Um, <laughs> John Cryer is a better Lex Luthor than he was. Dude. Actually, yes, John Cryer John in the Cryer Super in the a, Supergirl. Supergirl is a decent Lex Luthor. At is least it? for the CW universe, he works. I don't love him, but he works for the CW yeah. universe. You know, uh, Clancy Brown would have certainly been super old, but damn, that uh, would have been nice, right? His voice is so mm, I I when butter. I read comics, I hear Clancy Brown. Yeah. Well, I think that's to say again, in those in those '90s uh, animated series, brought us voices they're iconic. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're Mark Hamill is the only Joker voice I ever hear when I when I when I hear it. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, what's your okay, what's so your number three? I think three? it's my turn. My number three is Kate Bosworth as Lois Lane in uh, Superman Returns. Wow, really? Yes, because. Uh, it doesn't feel right. And I don't like she, she has attitude. She is a strong independent woman. Who's a little, um, what's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? She jumps without looking kind of, uh, Oh, uh, yeah. She has a bias, bias for accident. I don't know. Uh, what are you talking about? Just, but just she, but there's something about, uh, Intrepid. I, I, like, uh, that's the word you're looking no, for. Well, intrepid? Intre- she, well, that's what Lois would be. But I and I, yeah, I know. But she, I mean, that's that's a good word for it. Intrepid. Sure. But I don't I don't think that's what Kate Bosworth was showing. Kate Bosworth just felt too sweet mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. Where like like I think someone like Terry Hatcher or Erica Durant's those Dana Delaney is the queen here too, going yeah. with the voices. Um even Margot Kidder, I <laughs> Margot Kidder, who was just a like four Marlboro packs in. She was like five, I, I know, five Virginia but... Slims in every day in that shoot. But yes, <laughs> I Margot Kidder's. I think Margot Kidder really does look like what I think Lois would look like. I, I like a fucking about... heroin addict. <laughs> oh, in her later years, yes. Okay. But when you look at young Margot Kidder, that's like yes, that is Lois. I um, no, I I guess. Uh, oddly enough, uh, of course, Kate Bodsworth and uh, Topher Grace were both in Win a Date with Tad Hamilton together. But you know, oh, that is right. Yeah. So there you go. So hmm. let's find other people in that movie who might have been miscast in superhero movies. Um, yeah. No, okay, I, so I get have... what you're saying because I um, I also uh, yeah. Does, is Josh Dumel in anything? Do we? Uh, yeah, no, I I agree with you. Uh, I think she was very much uh, forgettable in that role. Very very forgettable. And I feel like there's been a few 
yeah, you're you're right. Almost every other Lois Lane feels a little bit righter than she is. I'm not Even sure I, who would have been the right one in there. I know, and I don't I don't love Amy Adams, but she gets it right to an extent. Yeah. Like Amy Adams has that. I don't want to say bitchy in a negative way, but Lois is a bitch. Girl, girl boss. I believe you're, the phrase you're looking for here is girl boss. Lois is a grab the world by the short and curlies kind of person. And I get that from Amy Adams. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Goodwin, who's also in Win a Date with uh, Tad Hamilton, would have been a better <laughs> Lois Lane. She did was, not know she, we were. She was Snow White in, uh, in you know, what's that movie or that that TV show? Uh, better, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Gen- Jennifer once. with a G. Once upon a time. Once upon a. Yeah. That's right. I mean, come on. Kate Bosworth was in Blue Crush. How can we? How can we even begin? She's great in Blue Crush. She's, she's absolutely, absolutely awesome in Blue Crush. She's not not my hashtag not my Lois Lane. That's what I think is. <laughs> Okay, uh, that's your number three. Uh, I think that you know. I think you're right. God, it, it's. I think Lois Lane though is a really hard character to, because you got to make her intelligent but dumb enough to fall for the glasses, and that's hard to do. <laughs> right? She, I, she's. It's hard because she really isn't a very iconic character. I'll tell you who's. I for, I forgot about this. My favorite right now is I love the Lois from the Superman and Lois TV show on yeah. CW. She's freaking great. Oh my god, she's wonderful. Mm-hmm. She's I mean like I she is probably my favorite Lois, and I totally spaced that. I love her as Lois Lane because like Lois isn't supermodel hot. Lois is like the mom next door hot. Yeah. And that's uh, and that's uh, what's her name? Oh, Elizabeth uh, Tulock, right? Oh yeah, yeah, she's totally looks like that's right. that's exactly what I think Lois should look like. Yeah, I I think you're right. Uh, she's she and it is she's not supermodel hot uh, necessarily, but she does have to carry herself as a woman who looks at a man who can lift up cars and say, "Yeah, I can hit that." <laughs> Destroy this pelvis, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's go on uh, to my number two. Jeez, we're really cooking through this one. Yeah, we uh, are. My number two is Keanu Reeves as Jonathan Harker in Bram Stoker's Dracula. And I'm going to just point this out very cleanly. Uh, you could also say, I, like, I, I literally was like... I think like, Keanu Reeves would tell you he was miscast in that right. movie. I think, he, I think he would be the first. I started writing this, and I started thinking to myself, oh, what about Keanu Reeves as Constantine? And then I decided I'm okay with Keanu Reeves as Constantine. I like Constantine. I will fight for Constantine. Yeah, that I think movie, it's a good movie, decent. It could have been better, it, it, you know, but it was it's, good. It's not the comic book, Constantine, but it's a no, fun movie. It's a fun movie. It's absolutely. I like all the little things that are in it. But yeah, Jonathan Harker in Bram Stoker's. It's one of those performances that is so effing bad the whole it, it, time you're like, It grinds the movie to a halt every time he's on fucker. screen. You know, people make fun of... Um, Dick Van Dyke's Bert in in uh, in you know in uh, uh, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins, thank you, uh, as being bad. Like, but oh my God, it is so bad. Uh, it's no, it's just. I, th- I think he's admitted he was really trying. Felt he was overcast. He had mentioned it, and I I, I remember interviews with him. him saying like he's like I I really did not belong in that movie. It. Yeah, I mean, when you think about like. 
what Gary Oldman's doing in that movie and some of the other people like just oh it's, yeah, it was great I, I love that movie I remember loving the visuals of that movie so fucking much um, I also remember going to that movie with Beth King and that was awesome uh, wish I could wish I could go back uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah um, yeah I, I just think that Keanu and Bram Stoker's Dracula was uh, so so terrible it lowered the quality of the whole movie just yeah, uh, like it, again, absolutely absolutely tanked that movie hardcore uh and by the way i want to point out we could talk a lot about whitewashing i mean there's so many <laughs> there's so many things we could talk about with whitewashing casting people who are supposed to be one thing as another and and having it be one of kooky. my honorable mentions is completely that but yeah. i'm leaving that on my honorable mention list all right, that, that's my that's my number two is Keanu Reeves's Josh, okay. uh, Jonathan Harker. I mean, okay, my number two is a guy who's played a superhero and was born to play that superhero, but before he played Deadpool, he played Green Lantern. Oh yeah, Ryan Reynolds was never meant to be Green Lantern. Ryan Lent Reynolds could have been the Flash. Yeah, but. Ryan Reynolds and Green Lantern, Hal Jordan are polar opposites of the spectrum of which Hal Jordan is a by the book, super straight and narrow, uptight, you know, he's Tom Cruise in Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, it's like he's well, that's a, he's not, a fly boy. Okay, but that's no, not I know, I know, I'm, I'm contradicting yeah. myself. Yeah, I, I think know, you I, mean Val but, Kilmer in Top Gun. He's more Iceman than he is Maverick. That's yeah. that's fair. That's better. But it's like he's he's a flyboy. He is, um, which I, I guess you can say Ryan Reynolds could be that part of it. But it's uh, in Look, the relationship with with uh, with Green Arrow. Yeah. Uh, Hal Jordan is the conservative. Green Arrow is the liberal. Right. Um, they there's that's the contradiction and i do not get that feel from ryan reynolds at all no never i get a a fun loving and and crazy i I mean and ryan reynolds was born to play deadpool ryan reynolds is perfect as deadpool nobody will ever be able to touch that as well as as he does but he i i when they said ryan reynolds i was devastated because i said the other guy from two men in a pizza place should have been uh, Hal Jordan, not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm going to say something that is just uh, everyone will get mad at me, but Ryan Reynolds doesn't know how to play anyone other than Ryan Reynolds. Every role he's ever been in, it's Which Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's I, I just. <sighs> Yeah, it's not a good casting. I think it would have been fun. Nathan, it's funny that you brought up Nathan Fillion as uh, as Hal Jordan. I think we all would have loved seeing Nathan Fillion play Hal Jordan if we also wanted Hal Jordan to talk in an almost audible whisper when he's being empathic. Don't you know? I understand what you're going through right now. Like, have you ever noticed See, that about Nathan? He started he doing played. it. He started doing it in Castle, and now it's in The Rookie. Yeah, where it's like I talk loud and I'm fun, but then when I want to make a serious point about something that matters, I'm gonna talk as low 
And it's in the back of my throat as I possibly can. So that you know I'm emoting. Sorry. Acting. He did he did play Hal Jordan in oh, two different right. animated That's right, movies. he did. And it and it worked out great. Yeah. Uh, he's a little more fun loving. Like a space cop. It's, yeah. it's a space cop. Yeah, and he does well he does there's that scene where he's like, wait a minute, are you just some guy dressed as a bat? Is that as a bat, scene? yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's sort of fun. And then he a steals bit. his ring yeah. and it's the best. Yes. Well, how did you do that? Yeah, that is a great moment. Uh, yes, I think uh, I think Nathan Fillion um, as a space cop would have been great. I think that's yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, yes, as bad as uh, okay, as bad as putting Ryan Reynolds in Deadpool in Wolverine. Uh, you know, uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, absolutely forgot it's, about is, that. It's absolutely yeah. as bad as 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 putting Ryan Reynolds in uh, in that one. Fuck. Yeah, absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. So that's your number two. Uh, do you have any honorable mentions to go through? I have one honorable uh, mention. I that I came I up have with. only one honorable mention. Yeah, you want to go first with the honorable mention? Yeah, um, Colin Farrell as uh, the Penguin in the Batman movie. You spent all that money on all that makeup. He barely acts. He's barely in the movie. I think there's that meme that's like, why didn't you just hire Richard Kind, who already looks like him. that? I love him in but the he movie. Doesn't, he doesn't need to be. He, he, he doesn't like, I, you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to just say this right now. As a fat actor, Rob, hire a fat actor to play your fat parts. Okay. Don't okay. hire fucking Colin Farrell and put so it's, much it's goddamn makeup on. It's fat washing. It's is fat what's washing. Going on. Like, look, that Renee Zellweger miniseries that they just did, there's something about Pam where Renee Zellweger puts on a fat suit. I was insulted the whole fucking time because there are fat actresses who could have played that fucking part. There are fat actors who could play that fucking part. I'm a fat actor. You don't see me being like, I'm sorry, man. I'm really super popular. It's like if Seth Rogen was like, I'm going to produce a movie where I'm a superhero. Oh, also, that's an honorable mention. Seth yes. Rogen is the Green Hornet. Uh, mm. Just got it wrong on every level. Even in the 60s, Green Hornet played straight. Like, Batman was campy. Green Hornet was straight. And yep. that was, yep. yeah, he, he got that wrong. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to fully say Colin Farrell as the Penguin pissed me off. If you have to put on that much prosthetic makeup to play a normal person you maybe are not the right person to play that. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. So my honorable mention is, you know how you mentioned an entire movie is cast was miscast. Yes. Um, I'm going also with the same thing with avatar. The last airbender, <laughs> that entire cast is so wrong from the beginning to the end. Many of those actors were picked because, uh, the studio had, uh hey we really like this person please put their daughter in the movie we really this is a white boy who's playing a a, a native american i mean it's just so wrong on every level and then the main character uh, who is supposed to be i i believe asian maybe indian i i mean it just there's nothing about the movie that is right on any level. And I do think like even M night Shyamalan would be like, yeah, I, I totally bombed that movie. I don't know. M night Shyamalan seems to think he's okay. Still. 
He keeps making uh, movies instead of doing what well, we all old, wanted him to do, I, which I've, is not. I have not seen old, but I have heard it was a, a step in the right direction. I hated Glass. I really wanted to like Glass, but I liked Split. Split was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, so you're number one. Are you ready for your number one? Yeah, I'm done. I'm number. I'm ready with my number one. I okay. Uh, yeah, I think I'm number one. Uh, my number I'm, one is uh, Kevin Costner as Robert of Loxley, Robin Hood, and Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. You don't remember this, but oof, oof, what a boring fucking guy. <laughs> like he just plays. It's not even the British accent. I remember thing. us liking that movie quite a bit when it came out, but it's really hard to rewatch. I will. It's, give, it's really, really hard. Like you know what we liked when that movie first came out? Swords. Yeah. And oh my god, uh, when you when you have there the is sheriff, some really good casting in yes, that movie though. Yes, yes. There's absolutely great casting in parts of that movie, but not, but not that. Yeah. Oh no. my god. He's just. He's just. He's just so Both boring. Superman's dads have been Robin Hood, though, in uh, Man of Steel. What? Because it's... Uh, Russell, uh, Russell Crowe oh, played that's right. and Russell Robin Crow's, Hood. And Russell Crowe's got a bad Robin Hood as well, right? You're right. Yep. That's okay. Yes, okay. that is... that is uh, uh, Kevin Costner is... I've rewatched it recently, and it just feels like at any moment he's going to hear a voice telling him to build a baseball field. <laughs> that would have at least been, uh, that would have at least been interesting. You know what I mean? It would have at least yeah. been interesting at that point. I mean, Mary, Mary Elizabeth master Antonio is great. Alan Rickman, obviously is Alan Rickman kills it. Fucking and then, amazing. Uh, who's the actor who plays under Alan Rickman? I can't the, Why a spoon cousin? Because it would hurt more. Um, I, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, that's. I don't really. He oh, was a it, villain from Crow. I remember. He was a villain in the movie Crow. Oh, fuck, man. I don't remember. Um, I'm trying to look here. Uh, it's not Guy Gisborne, right? Is it Michael Wincut? I, you may even say the name, and I don't know if I'd know him by name. I just can see his face. He was a villain from Crow. Yeah. That's, uh. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think maybe it's Michael Wincott, but I can't be 100%. Yeah. So, it, um, that's your number one is Kevin Costner. Anything more about it? Uh, yeah, I mean, everyone made fun of the fact that he couldn't, and it is. I'm right. It's Michael Wincott. I double-checked. Uh, everyone made fun of the fact that he didn't do a British accent. Um, but, uh, yeah, more than that, it's like Kevin Costner had this street. This was the first of the movies. It should have been a, a dead giveaway that the Postman and uh, and and Waterworld were going to suck so hard. He plays things like the bodyguard was a great role for him because the bodyguard was about a person who was boring on the outside, who didn't have emotions, who didn't like I, I, he's one of those guys who can't play emotions effectively sometimes or when mm -hmm. he's trying to play tough he doesn't have it it's weird when you consider that kevin costner was so charming in other movies he's mm -hmm. fucking charming as hell in silverado why the fuck isn't he charming like that in robin hood but as he grew older i think he started thinking that if i'm more and more well, he, got, boring, he got some oscars in there too and that kind yeah. of if I go more and more boring, maybe then people will like me more. And I just think that that movie is it, it, it suffers from the fact that um, 
that the playfulness he, that we remember from like you know from the the early, dreams and yeah no, no no i'm talking about the robin hood playfulness oh that we're yeah. so used to seeing in our movie robin hoods we got kind of used to that and it it doesn't have any of that robin hood isn't a merry prankster in that movie he's this fucking grizzled war veteran i don't know it just didn't it didn't fly yeah. right it just seemed dumb and boring and sad um you've seen the i'm derailing this a little bit but you know you've seen uh the new trailer for the new avatar movie right yeah okay so you know many theories are that the first avatar is basically dances with wolves yeah. right no it's, it's so it's a ripoff yeah the second avatar looks like it's water world yeah. i think they just like ripping off kevin gosner movies <laughs> Well, then pick a better one than Waterworld. <laughs> Holy shit. Look, I mean, look, it looks like Waterworld. The next one is obviously going to be on a baseball field. Obviously. God, please tell me there's not going to be three Avatar movies. Uh, oh, Ugh. they're already working on the third one, but I Fucking won't see why? it. Why? I don't know. I have no desire to see the second. I have none. I, I, I'll be okay. honest with you. I had no desire to see the first. I saw it at home. It was like, oh, that was fun. I don't see why it's the biggest movie of all time, at least at that time. I, don't, I didn't get that appeal, but it was like, okay, that was a fun movie. Whatever. <laughs> okay. While you're yawning, I will tell you my, I'm ne- sorry, I was my thinking number about, one. I was thinking about Kevin Costner's performance. <laughs> my number on. one is going to be a really hot take with nerds. And, but... Uh, when when they announced her, a lot she was one of these fan favorite characters. Okay, the character was going to be in live action, and they announced the actress, and everybody cheered and everybody loved it because she looked the part. But in my opinion, when Ahsoka was announced. I hated, I hated Rosario Dawson as it. I love the actress. I love Rosario Dawson. But I love Ahsoka. And I don't think they work together. I don't like... I mean, what are we basing this miscast on? One episode of The Mandalorian? She's been in two, 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 two episodes. If you count, the I don't book like, no, I don't like it because, and here's why she's not spry. She's not like fun loving. And an even adult. in rebels, in rebels, she was still like, it's, it just doesn't feel like Ahsoka to me. And it, it, I know it's a hot take and I, I I'm not, oh. I love Rosario Dawson. I absolutely love her. I don't think it fits. I, I think don't you just like hate it. Chris Booker. I think that's what it is. Who's Chris Booker? The senator that he's, she's dating right now. I, oh, they're dating? Yeah. I did, Corey, oh, I didn't Corey, know that. not Chris. Corey Booker. Chris Booker. Okay. Corey Booker. Oh, I, that's why you didn't understand it. Ugh. Well, Thank if God you I said Cory Booker, I probably out. still wouldn't have got it, but I do know who Cory Booker, the senator, is, who ran for president recently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I'm not. You don't, I don't have to agree. I don't with hate that. it. I yeah, do. I don't. I don't hate it. I see what you're saying, but I also, I, I feel like if you look at Luke Skywalker and then Luke Skywalker, I mean, time has a way of ravaging people. Uh, so maybe she's not as spry. But we also I, don't know what it's going to look like when she's in charge of her own show and not just a visiting person. I know. I think. I, I think know. a show. I think Ahsoka in the the live action. 
um, Mandalorian timeline right now is supposed to be a, a very wizened person who's a long-standing survivor. And I think the mm-hmm. first two, uh, I haven't seen the third episode of Obi-Wan yet, but I, it's I think it's really good. Oh, think, it's so good. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I, we, we, I don't, uh, I just, uh, I'm, I plan on seeing it tonight. Uh, I thought, I'm sorry. I thought they came out on Fridays for some reason. I, I did too. I did too. I, I just happened to find out, but yeah, it's uh, so good. It's fucking great. I mean, I had great. Trek on Thursday and then I had Star Wars on Friday. It's how I was going to do my things, but it's fine. Whatever. And I haven't watched more than two episodes of Stranger Things and I started Ozarks. Yeah. The whole world is like full yeah. of wonderful shit. But I, I will just say that this, I, I think you can't necessarily, I personally don't think we can call out Rosario Dawson until we see what, uh, the whole series looks like with her as the star and not this wizened person. Because I'm not I, I saying f- I don't feel like, like her. I'm not saying that I don't like what the show's going to be with her. But I just feel like we spent seven seasons and a movie setting up this character, and I know what she's like, and I don't feel like Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson looks like her in a way, but is not the character. Rosario I, Dawson. I hate is, to break this to you. She looks like her because of makeup. She's an alien. She looks nothing like anyone, dude. And even the animation is purposely drawn very lacking of real detail in a face. So I, I literally just, anyone could look like Ahsoka if you put enough fucking uh, applications it, on her. It doesn't It doesn't work for me. I just okay. don't like it. And, and what I'm saying is, I think you need to understand, like, especially what I'm saying with Obi-Wan is, the purge, the great Jedi purge, may have taken all the wind out of fucking Ahsoka's sails. And she might I'm have sure. been spending the last... 20 odd years in hiding and running and hiding and, and, and surviving yeah, and yes, whatever. I get it. So to me, I'm like, you don't know the story and you might not know that like the first episode, they may say, here's why snips is not that fun anymore. And, uh, and I don't know. I mean, like I, I, I just am going to reserve judgment on that one. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't, I know it's a hot, I get what you're doing a hot take here and it's your gut reaction. And I'm just saying, well, uh, you know, here it is. Let's be honest. I don't give as much of a fuck about Clone Wars as you do, so maybe that's why I'm not so upset. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm well, like I made eh. you. You you like the last four episodes that I like. You like those last four, right? Sure, Where, sure yes, I like those last four. They did not change anything about my feelings about Clone Wars. I understand that's fine, and I don't expect them to. But I at least like I feel like they're a wonderful setup for what they plan to do in the future and have you watched a single episode of bad batch yet yeah i've watched okay. almost all of the first season of bad batch and uh kind of wish that that younger one died in the first episode because that would have been a better show yeah i keep wondering if she's going to be somebody we know already oh. if that makes sense yeah i don't wonder i don't think about her at all because she's um, annoying so, yeah, Bad Batch didn't do anything for me either. Sorry. I, yeah. OK, well, that's fine. Man. The the only clone trooper that I'm excited to ever have seen is the clone trooper that Obi-Wan gives a couple of credits to. That was pretty episode fun. Two. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I will it. just tell I don't want to spoil anything for you to see it. It's just oh, it's so good. It's so fun to watch. Baby Leia is fun. I'm enjoying baby. I Leia. love young Leia. I've heard some backlash on, but I love young Leia. That was a wonderful surprise. Yeah, I'm cool with Baby Leia. Oh, how are we gonna? How how is he doing stuff on Tatooine? Oh, how about we just take him off Tatooine? 
episode fucking one and we not worry yeah. about Luke anymore. Boop, boop, boop. Burr, burr. <laughs> Love it. All right. Uh, okay. So now we have to decide who had the better list. You were very angry about your number one and I was very bored with my number one. Uh, who do you think? Who do you think uh, has the better one here? Who has a better list? Um, let's Topher see. Grace. Topher uh, Grace is Tommy a good Lee poll. I think we I think we both agree our number fours are just fucking Batman and Robin. Or are your yeah. number five and my number four are just Batman and Robin? Totally. Uh, Danny yeah. Rand I is a good call we, out. We, yeah. I think we might just be a draw in this one, to be completely honest. All right. Well, let's rock paper scissors one time and see uh, who has to read the uh, the the going away. Okay. Ready? Uh, okay. Three. All right. One, one, two, three. Uh, oh, you got it. Rock and good old rock. Nothing yeah. beats rock. Damn it. I, I had scissors. I always go with scissors. I just figured you'd be boring and choose paper. Mm, damn it. All right. So, uh, all right. With that, uh, then Rob, you get to say our ending, our sign off here. It's a, uh, it's a famous, uh, famous. Well, it, it starts in the Talmud. Uh, like all good sayings go. And it's been passed around the globe a couple of different times, of course. Sir Edmund Hillary uh, wore an embroidered scarf with this phrase on it when he uh, first bested uh, uh, the uh, Everest and, and Kilimanjaro. So uh, what is that sign-off there, Rob? You may be wondering why the red suit. Well, that's so bad guys can't see me bleed. This guy's got the right pant, right idea. He wore brown pants. <laughs> Flawless. <laughs> <laughs>